Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. Vinyl Vibrations is musical exploration into sounds and grooves from artists that produce their works on vinyl records. Vinyl records in commercial form date back to 1948 with the first 12-inch LPs, followed in 1958 with the first stereo LP, and into the 60s and 70s, the golden age of vinyl. Even today, some artists produce on vinyl records. Music media formats have come and gone, from the old reel-to-reel stereotype, to the 8-track tape, to the audio cassette, the CD, the digital musical file format, file sharing and downloading, and next, the music cloud. The vinyl LP has stood the test of time, still very playable. They are durable. Vinyl Records captures a rich period in pop, rock, jazz, and classical music history. In each show, I explore difference makers, differentiators, things that have made the artist's work unique and timeless. I'm your host, Brian Frederick, here on Vinyl Vibrations. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. In today's Vinyl Vibrations podcast, I tour some early vinyl records that showcase guitarist great Charlie Christian. These performances of Charlie Christian are found on vinyl LP record compilations of his recordings between 1939 and 1941. Today's show is called Jazz Guitarist Charlie Christian, today on Vinyl Vibrations. Often you will hear remarks from today's jazz, pop, blues, even rock guitarists like Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, that their biggest influences came from two or three early guitarists, Django Reinhardt, Lonnie Johnson, and Charlie Christian. You will hear this many times. The former, Django Reinhardt, the Belgian jazz guitarist is well known for his European style of jazz, the so-called hot jazz or gypsy jazz or Romani style of music. This has become a living musical tradition within French gypsy culture. Django's gypsy jazz style is widely emulated by today's jazz guitarists. Django lived 43 years between 1910 and 1953, and some of his most popular original compositions, such as Minor Swing, Daphne, Belleville, Djangology, Swing 42, and Nuages, are jazz standards today. Django Reinhardt is widely recorded, with six recordings during his lifetime, and a total of 23 recordings altogether, many of which are compilations of his works. So Django, as a cultural influence is a fascinating subject in and of itself and will be the subject of an upcoming Vinyl Vibrations podcast. Lonnie Johnson, another jazz and blues guitarist, is credited with pioneering the role of jazz guitar and for being perhaps the very first recorded case of playing single note guitar solos. He had an extensive discography and lived to be 71. So Lonnie Johnson is well recognized, having been extensively recorded and, after having a long-standing career, performing as late as 1966 or at age 67 years. But what about this third influential guitarist, the American guitarist, Charlie Christian, named so often, of whom we know so little? Charlie Christian, who is that? What are his songs? What was his guitar style? How can Christian be cited so often as a strong influence when there are relatively few recordings to play? Is Charlie Christian lost in jazz music history? 
so today, I'm going to bring some light to this lesser-known work of Charlie Christian and feature some of the first recorded examples of his jazz guitar. More importantly, jazz guitar where the instrument is amplified and the guitarist is playing the lead role. This is truly unusual in retrospective. Today, I feature the young guitarist genius, born in Texas, raised in Oklahoma, named Charlie Christian. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations, with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. So who is guitarist Charlie Christian? It's a fair question, because Charlie Christian played professionally a very long time ago, and one would only hear this guitarist in the context of music from the American swing era. Christian was recorded in the late 1930s and early 1940s. He was captured in at most 25 to 30 distinct songs, in which he is primarily captured as a sideman with his catalyst, bandleader Benny Goodman. Christian lived to be only 25 years of age, having succumbed to the infectious disease tuberculosis on Staten Island, New York, in 1942. What makes Charlie Christian so unusual is how much influence and groundbreaking guitar work he did achieve in just eight to ten years of his adult lifetime. This guitar work represents one of the first recorded examples of single note amplified guitar where the guitar is being played as a lead instrument in a sextet or in a big band. This is very unusual because of the nature of the jazz guitar. Until the time of Charlie Christian, the jazz guitar was strictly an acoustic instrument, perhaps a classical guitar with gut strings playing a rhythm part in the band with the pronounced strumming of chords in time or double time with the bass line. Often a banjo was used as a rhythm instrument. It was brighter in sound and projected better than a guitar. Here's an example of jazz guitar as a rhythm instrument. The guitar is strummed in double time with the bass part. At this time, only louder instruments like the trumpet, trombone, clarinet, saxophone, piano, bass, and drums would get a spot to play a solo part because of their natural ability to project as natural instruments. The jazz hollow body guitar is just not loud enough. In this example, one can barely even pick out the rhythm guitar part because it is buried with the much louder bass line, typical of a jazz band before the amplified guitar. So for the jazz guitar circa 1938, that was it. Just rhythm strumming, no pickups, no amplifiers, no instrument mics, definitely no solo role for the guitarist. Pretty cozy really for the guitar work, no pressure at all. Ten years before Charlie Christian, there is one other example of lead guitar in a jazz band recording starting in 1925, Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson was born in 1899 in New Orleans. He was an American blues and jazz singer, guitarist, and songwriter who pioneered the role of jazz guitar. He's recognized as the first to play single string guitar solos. Johnson's discography is enormous with 192 songs recorded between 1925 and 1942. 65 of these are his original compositions. He recorded on OK, Bluebird, and Decca labels. Johnson lived to be 71, and he performed off and on, even later in life, as late as 1966 in Toronto. In the context of guitar solo playing today, playing a lead guitar, the single string solo part, it seems so obvious. Take, for example, this Jimi Hendrix 1967 recording of Purple Haze. It seems so natural, a part of our modern music DNA. 
lead guitar solo playing in high gear in just 1967. Now let's go back to time in 1927 in Chicago. Lonnie Johnson from New Orleans is just 28 and here he's being recorded as a guest artist with Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five. The song is hotter than that. This is an experimental jazz improvisation played in the New Orleans Dixie style of jazz. Lonnie Johnson is playing lead guitar side by side with 26 year old Louis Armstrong also born in New Orleans and Armstrong is doing his scat style of singing. Louis Armstrong has to be credited with the innovation of emphasizing a solo guitarist. Who would know that this would be the natural future state of jazz bands? For this particular recording session, the Hot Fives became the Hot Six, based on the addition of guitarist Lonnie Johnson. Thank you, Louis Armstrong. Next up, Lonnie Johnson's lead guitar solo on Mahogany Hall Stomp. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM. Podcast. Radio. Here's another example of Lonnie Johnson in Mahogany Hall Stomp, composed by Spencer Williams, another Dixie Jazz style of music. Lonnie Johnson is credited on this 78 RPM album as being guitar soloist. This is thought to be a first in terms of credits, guitar soloist in jazz guitar history.
That was Mahogany Hall Stomp, composed by Spencer Williams. Personnel included Louis Armstrong on trumpet and vocal, Lonnie Johnson on guitar. And now, some tracks featuring Charlie Christian on solo guitar. Many of the tracks I will play today are from the compilation double album, Solo Flight, The Genius of Charlie Christian. This is a 1972 LP two-album set, collecting the few recordings that captured performances of this little-known artist. Most of the recorded works are of songs performed as a sideband from sessions with Benny Goodman's bands. The innovation is that Benny Goodman, like Louis Armstrong with guitarist Lonnie Johnson, saw the future of amplified guitar as a solo instrument. This first song, All-Star Strut, is performed by Metronome All-Star 9. Charlie Christian is on amplified guitar. This was recorded in New York City in 1940. The Metronome All-Stars were a collection of jazz musicians assembled for studio recordings by Metronome Magazine. All-Star Strut has a Dixie Jazz flavor to it. You can clearly hear Christian's amplified guitar, the traditional rhythm strumming. It is in time with the bass line. The clarinet is the first to solo, then, amazingly, the guitar is the second to solo. This is groundbreaking to employ the guitar at a peer level with other band instruments. Clarinet, trombone, piano, bass, trumpet, saxophone, and drums. Christian's one guitar solo is clear and stands up well with these other instruments. And now, all-star strut. Charlie Christian takes the second solo segment. Thank you. 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was All-Star Strut with personnel from the Metronome All-Star 9, including Benny Goodman on clarinet, Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, Harry James on trumpet. Recorded in New York, Columbia, February 1940. Next up is Gone With What Wind, written by Count Basie and Benny Goodman, featuring the Benny Goodman sextet with Charlie Christian on amplified guitar. Charlie Christian is now 21 years old and has the third lead solo in this song, following the Benny Goodman clarinet, he's 31, and Count Basie on piano, Basie is 36. Christian plays his solo for 28 seconds and is followed by Lionel Hampton, then aged 32, on the vibraphone. This is true swing-era music. Perhaps the song title, Gone With What Wind, exemplifies the nature of swing, which is emphasis on the first and third beat of a four-beat pattern. Gone With What Wind contrasted with the later bop style, which emphasized beats two and four, such as salt-peanuts, salt-peanuts. Without further ado, Gone with what wind? Gone with What Wind, 
a Count Basie and Benny Goodman composition, the Benny Goodman Sextet, Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, the Benny Goodman Sextet personnel included Count Basie piano, Benny Goodman clarinet, Charlie Christian amplified guitar, Lionel Hampton on vibes. Next up is I Got Rhythm, played by the Charlie Christian Quintet with Christian on amplified guitar in Minneapolis in 1940. Now this is a stretch for recorded material that is case in point on how little material there is from Charlie Christian. Christian is just 23 years old. The so-called Charlie Christian Quintet is being recorded privately at a club in Minneapolis, Minnesota, early March 1940 on acetate discs by a local disc jockey. The sound quality is not as good as a studio professional recording, but there is a lot of solid Charlie Christian guitar work here. Being the lead of his own quintet, Christian can mix in his guitar at any loudness he wants, in this case, loud. Even his rhythm strumming is quite loud in the mix. And now, I got rhythm, the instrumental, a George Gershwin composition from 1930. In 1940, Charlie Christian on guitar. Thank you. 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was almost six minutes of I Got Rhythm, the song by George Grishwin, performed by the Charlie Christian Quintet. Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, recorded in Minneapolis, 1940. Personnel included Jerry Jerome on tenor sax, Frank Hines on piano. The bass and the drums are unknown. Next is T for Two, music by Vincent Yeomans, the song from the 1925 movie No No Nanette, performed again by the Charlie Christian Quintet. This is another track that was recorded privately at a club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is again a highly distorted track, but Charlie Christian shows his chops on this song. Toward the last few measures, in the final guitar solo, are two of Charlie Christian's lead guitar techniques that were later reincarnated in the music of two very different and great guitarists, Buddy Guy and Larry Coryell, respectively. Here's a sample of those two segments. T for two. Thank you. 
That was Tea for Two, performed by the Charlie Christian Quintet, featuring Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, Frankie Hines piano, Jerry Jerome on tenor sax, and the bass and drums, unknown. Next up, we hear Benny's Bugle, composed by Benny Goodman, performed by Benny Goodman and his sextet, again, Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, recorded by Columbia in New York City, 1940. This is a real recording. Following the Cootie Williams bugle call on this quintessential swing era song, Charlie Christian is the first to solo on this track. Without further ado, Benny's Bugle. Touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was Benny's Bugle, composed by Benny Goodman, personnel included, Benny Goodman and his sextet featuring Cootie Williams on the trumpet, Benny Goodman, clarinet, Count Basie, piano, Charlie Christian, amplified guitar. Next up is Royal Garden Blues, composed by Clarence Williams and Spencer Williams, no relation, in 1919. Royal Garden Blues is a jazz standard from swing era music. This is performed by Benny Goodman and his sextet, again Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, recorded in New York City in 1940 by Columbia. Royal 
Hellgard in Blues starts out with the muted trumpet and Charlie Christian's brief guitar solo is in two parts mid-song. The song is primarily a Benny Goodman showcase with Charlie Christian having an easy mid-song solo. You have to have songs like that. And now, Royal Garden Blues. was Royal Garden Blues, performed by Benny Goodman and his sextet, featuring Count Basie and Cootie Williams on trumpet, Charlie Christian, amplified guitar. Now for Jilly by Benny Goodman, performed by Benny Goodman and his sextet, Again, Charlie Christian on amplified guitar. We hear some innovative work on guitar and trumpet. Charlie Christian's lead guitar work on Jilly is unusual. His single note lead guitar playing opens the song, followed by Cootie Williams' toilet plunger wow trumpet style. The guitar work includes bold open string harmonics, a few fat shaped chords, and there's also a single note harmony interplay between clarinet and guitar. For example, interplay between piano, clarinet, and guitar is fun to hear, especially the wow trumpet. Another swing era classic. And now, Jilly.
touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was Jilly with notable performances in the Benny Goodman Sextet by Benny Goodman on clarinet, Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, and that trumpet with the wow effect was Cootie Williams. Our next song is Breakfast Feud, Blues Sequence. It's a series of jazz guitar solos from Benny Goodman's song and features Charlie Christian in a big way. He's the dominant player with a smoking hot guitar part. This track was obtained from a compilation by the Smithsonian Collection of Classic Jazz and published as an LP box set in 1973 by CBS. And now from Breakfast Feud, a blues sequence, Charlie Christian. Breakfast Feud, a blues sequence by Benny Goodman, recorded in 1940, featuring Benny Goodman clarinet, Charlie Christian amplified guitar, and on that trumpet, Cootie Williams again. For one of Charlie Christian's later recordings recorded in New York City in January 1941 on Columbia, this is an ultra-clean song in terms of each of the instrument lines and relatively restrained sound level. Christian has the first mid-song guitar solo, followed by a piano, muted wow trumpet of Cootie Williams, tenor sax by George Ald, a shorty at 2 minutes 55 seconds. Without further ado, I found a new baby by Benny Goodman and his sextet. Thank you. 
Touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was I Found a New Baby, composed by Jack Palmer and Spencer Williams, recorded in New York the 15th of January, 1941. Personnel from the Benny Goodman and his sextet included... Benny Goodman, clarinet, Cootie Williams, trumpet, George Ald on tenor sax, Count Basie on piano, and Charlie Christian on amplified guitar. Our final track in this podcast is the song Solo Flight, one of the only songs credited to Charlie Christian as a composer. Many have suspected that more of the Benny Goodman hits were Charlie Christian compositions, but this is speculation, and it was not reflected in the form of song credits, copyrights, or royalties. Solo Flight is credited as a collaboration song between Charlie Christian, James Mundy, and Benny Goodman. Charlie Christian begins to solo early in the song and plays single note lead guitar on amplified guitar continuously to the end. The title is appropriate because he does fly solo for the entire 2 minutes and 45 seconds. By the time of this recording, March of 1941, Charlie Christian knew he had tuberculosis. But Christian remained busy, not only with the national fame of the Benny Goodman Band and the Benny Goodman Sextet, but also he was busy with a nightclub in Harlem called Minton's Playhouse, where he was incubating the next wave of jazz music, bebop music. In June 1941, he was admitted to Seaview Hospital, a sanitarium on Staten Island in New York City. Christian declined in health and died March 2, 1942. He was just 25 years old. And now, solo flight, Charlie Christian on guitar.
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. was Solo Flight, Benny Goodman and his orchestra, featuring Charlie Christian on amplified guitar, recorded in New York City, 1941. That's it for today's show, jazz guitarist Charlie Christian on Vinyl Vibrations. Stay tuned for more episodes of this free podcast. This is your host, Brian Frederick, saying see you on the next episode of Vinyl Vibrations. Jazz guitarist Charlie Christian on Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM.